Hallelujah. Amen. Take your Bible with me. Take your Bible with me to the book of Proverbs chapter number 31. Proverbs chapter number 31. Proverbs chapter 31. The verse number 9 to 15. Who can take it for me? Who can read for me? Proverbs chapter 31, verse 9 to 15. Verse 9 to 15. Are you there? Proverbs chapter 9. Proverbs chapter 31. Proverbs chapter 31. The verse number 9 to 15. And I read, Open my mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price mm -hmm. is far above rob the heart of her husband Dot safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of sport. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She shaked wool and flags and worked willingly with her hand. She is like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She rises also while it is yet night and gives meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. Maidens. This is the word of God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. Proverbs chapter number 31, the verse number 9 to 15. Proverbs chapter number 31, from 9 to 15. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for such a wonderful time you have given unto us. We pray that your mighty hand be so heavy upon our lives. We pray that you transform destinies. Use me to minister grace unto your people. That at the end, Father, we shall give unto you all the glory and the praise. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I have prayed. Thank you, Father, because I know you've answered. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord Father. Because when I pray, you do. When I say, you make it happen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. It is a great gain for you and I to be living together and to preparing ourselves to live as good people. And anybody that is willing 
to serve God must also be willing to settle. Without settlement, it will be very difficult for a destiny to be able to move. When you are settled, then you have the drive. Whenever a destiny is set on a drive, is set on a journey, it is moved by certain directives and controls by a spiritual force. So as well as we are living as Christians and as children of God, living in this state of our life, there is nothing that we can do in this state of life and purpose to enjoy than to committing everything unto the hands of the Lord. God has purposed us to live together and to enjoy destiny the way he has purposed it for us. So, if you want to live and enjoy destiny, you must understand this concept that Jesus, God created man and a woman. And the Bible said, he made them to settle together and gave them a destination. But the Bible says that as man and a woman sinned and disobeyed God, the Bible says that he drive them. He, he sucked them from the garden. But the Bible said the Lord sat down and saw that, no, the men and the generation are losing. They are moving out from the pathway through which he created us. If he continue to allow us to go through that kind of thing, he will not benefit from his purpose of creation. So therefore, he needed to send forth his only begotten son unto us. So therefore that when he comes, he will save us from our sins and carry our burdens on his shoulder. Hallelujah. This evening I came to tell you that that burden you have carried for long, that burden that you have prepared to be living out of it, I came to tell you that you are going to be set free in the name of the Lord Jesus. There are many concepts and the states of living that people are living that is not helping their lives. And I want to tell you that if you are a man or a woman, born of a woman, created by God, you are not purposely to come into the life of the man or to go into the, the life of the woman and to do anything you want. But I want to assure this message unto the woman. That is why I entitled my message and I said, The Virtuous Woman. The Virtuous Woman. Somebody type The Virtuous Woman. So, there are people that are living on this earth that they, they think and have this thought that 
Every day, a man must go out and work to bring money into the house. Listen to the wisest man who lived on earth. And ever since then, we have not heard and been classified. Anybody who has been filled with such a wisdom. But I want to tell you something very clear. That Solomon was telling us this kind of insight. Was giving us these thoughts. So that it may also help us. If you're a woman or a man. I want you to listen to these words. Listen to this very carefully. Because... This generation of our time have certain kinds of thoughts and decisions that they think that whenever, as well as I am married to you as a woman, everything is my responsibility. No. 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 The answer is a big no. The responsibility of taking care is not based mainly on the man every day. No. The Bible says that the Lord said he created every creation, every creature. Two. And the Bible said, the Lord said, it is not good for a man to live alone. Let us create and give him a help meet unto him. And I was said that he allowed Adam to sleep. And whilst he was sleeping, slept into the deep and took off the reed and formed Eve. Women were not created, they were formed. They were formed. That is why they are beautiful and they look so nice. Some of the women, some of the men, when you look at us, it, it looks like something, something. Our face doesn't give any kind of encouragement. Our 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 stature, <laughs> our 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 faces and our, the the form of the body, it doesn't look nice at all. Sometimes when you look at some some kinds of uh, the tie of a man, it doesn't look so. It, it looks something else altogether. But immediately you see the tie of a woman, you see that oh, mm, this is something very nice. This is something very nice. And I want to tell you something very clear. That if you are a woman, understand this thought that you are married. The man has come to marry you. The man will come and marry you. But you must have this thought in your mind that as well as this kind of life is moving on. You must know that you have to live a kind of lifestyle that is called a, a righteous life. Through which you can help your husband Plead for the cause of your husband. Help your husband in everything that he does. 
Hallelujah. That is why the Bible says that Solomon said, A virtuous woman who will have. I pray for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. May you be a good helper, but not a good demand. May you be a good helper to your husband, to your wife, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the Lord help you to become a good helper to the glory of the name of the Lord in the name of Jesus. He said, for the price is far above the rubies. A, a virtuous woman is well expensive. Expensive. That is why whenever a man sees a good woman, he tries to do whatever it takes to take good care of that particular lady or woman so that it shall be well with that person and the lady can enjoy destiny and enjoy it better. Child of God, I want to tell you something very clear. That this state of life that we are living in there is nothing you must take it so lightly. That if you're a woman, you do anything anyhow. When you are going out, even to the market, your husband cannot be safe in the house. And you don't give safety to your husband because of your attitude, because of your certain behaviors. Madam Fubi, I see. Ono, was setting gang in a town around the market area. When the husband, the wife is coming to the market, he calls the people and put this in a WhatsApp group of the gang. My wife is coming to the market. Then they set up on the road. So when he sees that oh, for 45 minutes and the husband has not come and the wife has not come back, then he, he serenades something. Now, if you order Juni, in Sanfu from Nanyaman from Connit, Ecos will eat him. And I asked him that, what is that? Why? He said, I snatched her from somebody's hand. So, for this is the cause. And I said something, say, She, Bonnie, you become Bonnie for. Now, see, I was that I, the way I'm going to deal with certain kind of spiritual things, eh? it will be more than something. 
and I know what I'm talking about. So, you must have these thoughts and work on these things. That if you're a woman, you must help your husband to be saved. So that his heart might not be spoiled. He might not need people to come and monitor you. I pray for you that may God prepare, prevent and to preserve your marriage in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray for you this evening. May the Lord preserve your marriage and to protect your relationships in the name of Jesus. If you are a woman and you see that somebody loves you to the extent that he cannot control don't take it so lightly. I tell you, don't take it lightly. Because the standard and the level of life, if you take it lightly, you will miss a whole lot of things in your life. Amen. So, you should be having these thoughts that you help your husband to be saved. There are many kind of ladies, there are many kind of men that fell deep love with people and those they fell in love with took the love lightly and today they are suffering. They don't have people to love them. And it has become something else altogether for them. Child of God, I want to tell you something. That you must have these thoughts in your mind. That God has purpose certain people to love you. And those people that they are loving, they are giving you that kind of love. You don't need to take it lightly and to just... Be stepping on their lap. Just like that. If you are husband, if you're a wife, you must make sure that your husband trusts in you. That if you are in a relationship with a man, you must make sure that the man trusts you. That when even when you leave. And go and spend about four months, five months somewhere. He must, he, he must have that kind of trust still in you. That my wife, my relationship partner is going and she will come safely. Nobody will be able to touch her. I trust her. But not this generation. I tell you. Ampo, not this generation. Not this generation. This generation has gotten to become a wicked generation. When somebody is taking somebody's wife, he doesn't mind. When somebody is taking somebody's relationship partner, he doesn't mind. 
When somebody is doing his own friend harm, he doesn't even think about it. But I always pray this prayer that the Lord God of vengeance shall speak for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. If the Lord God of vengeance does not speak for you, then my God is not God. I declare and I speak the vengeance of the Lord upon your marriage, upon your relationship. May the Lord strike and to destroy anybody that comes after your marriage, anybody that comes after your relationship in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The, Solomon said, the virtuous woman always tries to do good to the husband. So I'm telling you, if you are a wife, you must make sure you make your husband feel so good in the house. It is your responsibility. It is your responsibility. If you are a woman in the house, you must make sure your husband, he said, she will do him good. Who? The man. The man. And not evil all the days of her life. So, you know what? In your marriage, in that relationship, in that marriage, you must make sure that in the marriage you are going into, in that marriage you are living in, you will make your husband happy in all the days of his life. I pray for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. May you be so much happy from now to the rest of your life in your marriage in the name of Jesus. May God give you a marriage that will make you happy in all the days of your life in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God is going to do that for you. And I tell you, it's going to be a blessing unto yourself, your children, and the unborn children. And it's going to be a beneficiary unto other people in the family. I tell you. And you must also sit down as a woman, as a woman, as a woman. A virtuous woman is a woman who tries to work with her own hands to bring something to the house. There are certain kinds of women, they said, oh, for me, oh, me, my husband will bring everything to the house. My husband, everything, my husband, everything, my husband. She will have no respect unto you. She will be stepping on you. She will be stepping on you. A time will come, he will see you as an enemy. You know why? Because always he has been responsible. You have not been contributing to him. So when he sees your face, and he remembers somebody, some particular lady who was contributing and giving unto his life, his mind was set up towards that kind of lady. So if you are in a relationship with a woman as a child of God, if you are married with a woman, if you are married with a man, 
as a child of God, I'm telling you today that work with your hand and make sure you support your husband. And as you support your husband, I tell you, things are going to be changed. You are going to see the glory of God in your life. And things are going to be working well for you. Solomon said, she is like a merchant. A merchant ship. She brings her food from afar. And how can a woman bring a food from afar? There are certain kind of women. They go out to work. They bring money to the house. And the money they bring to the house are the money they took from certain kind of men. Money that they took from certain men that proposed to them. If you are a woman like that, may God forgive you. And I'm telling you this, that if you are married or not married, and you are in a relationship, if you are married or if you are in a relationship with a man, no matter how the status of the man, no matter how the status of the man, let me tell you something that as you leave, you must help your husband. The Bible said that the woman always go and bring food from afar. Have you not read it? Proverbs chapter number 31, the verse number 14. That does not mean that every man should also leave the burden on the woman. No. You must also try to bring what you have. You bring it together. You try to bend them. Bring your resources together. Plan for the month. Plan for the year. How to save. How to make projects. How the money to start business. The money to eat. The money to take care of the children. The money that you are going to use it for God. You prepare all these things. And through this, I tell you, the Lord is going to bless you. And those who knows you will see that indeed you are a virtuous woman. And this goes to certain kind of women. Let me tell you, if you are a woman and you, after you've gotten married, don't allow your husband to wake up before you. It is a crime. Late in the night, wake your husband up. Have some good sex with your husband. Around by 4. Have some good sex with your husband. Around by 4 a.m. After that, talk to him. You should advise yourself, you should plan together. After you have finished giving your husband a good sex, planning together, thinking together, reasoning together, wake up from the room, go out, 
and then mix yourself you go and prepare some food make sure you go and prepare some food for the wife the husband and to also feed the children as well when i was young for us in the beginning when i was around i think when i was around 10 11 years 10 11 years i was living with my mom and my dad in the same room and i was a brave guy but i was some kind of person who was like calm ding ding so shy calm like a chameleon like the way chameleon moves i was so calm in that dimension so like in the night i'll be here like every night mostly at the night around by four my mom was like jemu, 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 leave me leave me oh i don't like that i don't like that so i was like ah, what was that what was that so my father realized that we are growing up. Sometimes we will open our clothes and then we will just open some small place and then we we'll put our eyes there. Then we will see that they are like, I think they were playing on the, on the bed and was, hey. So we didn't know. Later by fortune, by 11 to 12, when we were growing up and when things are going on, we wake up. Like we are going to urinate. And you see, my father will be lying just like that. <laughs> I see that thing, I go, that thing is going on. Later, by my mom, my dad saw that these people have grown up. And Nana has also grown up. Then he needed to build a new one, a new room, and then push us in that room. All of us, we about four, kept us in that room. Let me tell you something: that as a woman, you don't need to sleep. Listen to what David said. He said he raised. He rises also while it is yet night. So if you're a woman, you don't wake up 6 a.m. You don't wake up 5 a.m. No. It is an error for a woman to wake up around 6 a.m. It is not good though. I'm telling you, it is not good. It is not good. So if you are somebody who wake up that time, if you are a married woman and you wake up around six, five that time, it is an error. Maybe you gave to your husband around by 12 a.m. You gave him sex around that time. In the, in the morning, that time too, you should give it to him so that 
whilst you are going to sweep the compound, your husband, your husband will also be lying on the bed and be thinking. After a man has finished sex, his mind's open and he begins to reason to the deep. I'm telling you this secret. Ask the men. Ask the men. They will tell you. Mm -hmm. Ask the men. Ask the men. Mm -hmm. You see, MPP people. You ask them. They said they have men. So when you see the MPP people, you ask them. Say, we have the men. We have the men. So when you see them, they have men. So when you see them, you ask them. They will tell you. Mm -hmm. So, women, it is not good for you to wake up late in the morning he said she raised up while it is yet night and give meat to her household so when it is night the woman has to wake up if a woman you have to wake up in the night and to prepare what the family will eat in the morning. And what you prepare, you give a portion to your husband and your mate. And your mate. Some of us, we are Christians, we have lived, and we don't want to just live a kind of lifestyle. That will even bring people to us. Some of us, we were not given the tutorials about marriage. Always I tell people that if me, if you hear that my marriage had collapsed, then I, I decided to do it before I got married. If you hear that my marriage has collapsed, then... I decided that thing before I even got married. Because the things I know, the things I know when it comes into marriage, they are very deep. They are very deep. They are very deep. Sometimes I hear people saying that some counselors and some other preachers saying that marriage, it is sex is about 10% in the marriage. I laugh. I laugh. Oh, I laugh. Go and see a woman, a man. No matter how angry or how bad character that the woman has, how angry a man is, and the, the wife comes to him that I want sex. I want, like, I want you to give me sex. The man will never deny. The married woman over here, am I lying? If your husband is angry and you give him sex, would he deny? You tell me. They will deny. They will deny the sex. Hmm. 
Your husband will deny. Oh, then seduce him. Seduce him. Seduce him. Seduce him. For me, I will not deny you. Me. I will not deny. He's my main man. I will talk to him. Some will deny and go outside. <laughs> me, I will not deny. <laughs> me, hey, hey, hey. No matter how angry I am with you, I won't deny. When I see that, hey, I will do my thing when I'm done. Then we put our things together again. Then we have settled our matter. What I want to tell you is that sometimes you should make sure that you live a good lifestyle in a family. Know how to talk to a man. Every man on this earth is as a king. That is why when you are living with a man, you have to wake up at dawn, prepare what he will eat. Sometimes, people, some ladies and women say that they didn't come into the marriage to serve the man. I laugh. Remember when they say that, I laugh. You didn't come to the marriage to serve the man. <laughs> I thought you were not you. <laughs> Amen. You came into the marriage to help the man. But remember that the man is your head. The Bible says that he is the head of the house. He is the head of the woman. So as well as you are married to that kind of man, he is your master. He is your master. He is your boss. When he gives you command, you must obey. When your husband gives you commands and you don't obey, you, are, you have disobeyed God. If you try to also to control your man, your husband, it is also a sin. So let me tell you somebody that it is our duty to live as Christians and to make sure that we serve our husbands. When you humble yourself to a man, eh, the kind of love he will show to you, eh, you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. When you give love, you show love to the, to the husband. I tell you, the kind of when you humble yourself to your husband, the kind of love he will show to you, you personally you will be shocked. So child of God, you are a woman. Respect your husband. Give him respect. Aside you have a father. You have a biological father. He's also your father as well. Your husband is also your father. 
So honor him. As you serve your father when you were young. This is your second service in life. And this is the service we call the service into eternity. You are to serve him. Whenever you sit down and tell your husband that I didn't come to serve you, then that is the day you started failing from the marriage as a woman. If you are not serving somebody, how can you wake up in the night and go and prepare something for him to eat? How? Can you just sit down and then you wake up in the night and go and prepare something for the man to eat? It is impossible. So let me tell you, men are kings. So give him the maximum respect and the honor. Respect them. And when you give men respect, eh, I tell you, when they are doing things for you, they don't think about it. It sounds like you have charmed him. He will not say and he will give to you. When he receive, he will come to you and give. Show you what he has received. And I tell you, your life will never be the same. Child of God, I came to tell you this evening that we are women. And Christian women, let us live and also enjoy the purpose through which God brought us together as family. And I tell you that your destiny will become prosperous and you will enjoy the marriage through which God has given to you in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this evening that may the Lord give you successful marriage in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that from today, may you never lack any good thing. I pray the Lord stretch forth his hand and to manifest himself in your life in the name of Jesus. May God give you good marriage. May the Lord help you to be successful maritally in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you this evening. May you succeed in every aspect of your marriage in Jesus' mighty name. You will never lack any good thing. The Lord will surely lift up his banner and to bless your marriage. In Jesus' mighty name, may he stretch forth his hand and to favor you beyond the thought of men. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Be blessed and be highly favored by the hand of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. Amen. God bless you and continue to keep you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I speak upon your marriage life and I declare in the name of Jesus that your marriage will succeed your marriage shall be fruitful in Jesus mighty name you shall have successful marriage you shall have a good marriage to the glory of God in Jesus mighty name I have prayed 
Amen. God bless you so much.